0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Mac Aguillo. I'm in, Dong. Uh, 13 days, 13, 14, 14 13,
1: days until on. the college basketball Come season
0: on. begins. Come on, you should know that. Uh, two weeks from today, college basketball will be tipping off, um, a little bit less than two weeks now if you go by the hours, because, uh, I know a lot of people are counting by the hours now, but yes, we are back and, uh, it's been a little bit of a while, um, those who did not see the tweet, uh, I was in Kentucky this weekend, so I didn't bring my computer stuff, which was unfortunate. Didn't really have much time anyways. Six-hour drive to and from. Not very fun, but uh, hey, it is what it is. But we are back. Uh, And uh, yeah, it's pretty much the biggest bulk of the uh, stuff we have left, and it's the uh, most exciting stuff, I would say. The high major conference previews are here. The light at the end of the tunnel, finally gone. I love to say that, but it's really the reality in this case. Today, West Coast Conference is up. The transition from the mid-major to high-major level. As you know, uh, we personally do not like the West Coast Conference that much. We we like a couple teams in here, uh, but overall, uh, not one of our favorites. Unfortunately, no 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 offense to any of the West Coast Conference teams, but uh, we, we 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 do have a hatred towards one of these schools. But um, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh,
0: the All-American team
1: has finally come out. The preseason All-American team. I'll read that out right now. There is one guard and four centers, one guard, Marcus Sasser of Houston. uh, Rounding out the the, the, the All-American team is four big men. Oscar Shube obviously drew Timmy both unanimous decisions from Kentucky and Gonzaga. Trace Jackson Davis from Indiana and Armando Baycott from North Carolina. What are your thoughts on the All-American team?
0: Yeah, very good list, I cannot complain. if we do have time before the season begins, we will give our own conference, uh, all-American teams, um, probably that day of the uh, first games. But um, I think it's a very good list, to say the least. Yeah. And uh,
1: obviously, the West Coast Conference, like you said, uh, we do consider this a high-major conference. We just put them last of the low-mid low, uh, low mid majors because it's funny like that. Uh, but obviously, the player of the year is uh, – it's a given. So who's your runner up? I'll do my runner up. And uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, man, there's a lot of great runner ups you can go with. I want to go with I'm going to go with my boy Khalil Shabazz out of San Francisco. He's an absolute beast. Uh, he was on the first team last year. Um, actually, no, he wasn't. I'm surprised he wasn't on the first team. He was on the second team, uh, but he averaged uh, 14 points per game. Three and a half rebounds, two assists, and also two steals per game. A very good defensive player. I believe he was top three in steals. Um, Where's steals? I just had it. I don't know where it went. But um, yeah, he's going to be the key focal point for this team the upcoming season. Uh, for those who do not know, uh, Jamari Buya is gone, which is a huge loss for San Francisco. San Francisco was a team I was rocking with a ton last year, but. Uh, I do think with Khalil Shabazz coming back, that was a huge addition in return. So we'll see what San Fran can do with that. Uh, magic and uh obviously new coach over there. Um I'm blanking on the name. I don't know why. What's what's the coach's name? San Fran's new coach. Um oh Chris, uh Chris uh Gerfolson. That's correct. Um, but yes, I do think San Fran will uh, be pretty good this year with Shabazz back at Fort. Yeah,
1: obviously. The runner, the player here is Drew Timmy. We both know that. I'll give my uh, runner up. My runner up is uh, Logan Johnson from St. Mary's, another terrific defender, 12 points, four rebounds, two and a half assists, and two steals last year. Obviously St. Mary's, hell of a season uh, last year. One of the few returning starters coming back uh, to this year's team, he's gonna be a fifth year senior. I think he's gonna gonna be the number one option on the team.
0: Definitely agree. And uh, for my dark horse, um, well, (laughs) <laughs> I, I realized I stole your dark horse. I meant to put San Diego here as my dark horse. There's two really, uh, there's really only two dark horses here this year. I think it's San Francisco and the team that you have. But yeah, San Francisco, uh, San Diego. What am I talking about? San Diego is my dark horse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yes, San Diego, man. Uh, they did lose some guys, but uh, you look at the transfers they, they brought in. They brought a ton of fantastic transfers. Uh, First guy up was uh, Jace Townsend coming in from Denver. Uh, Eric Williams Jr. was a big one coming over from Oregon. I think that one's going to be one of the bigger ones this year. Nick Lynch comes in from Lehigh, another very good transfer. Uh, The Delier twins or brothers. uh, Jaden coming over from Stanford. And then uh, Elias coming over from Lewis and Clark. Um, There's a lot of other guys in here. Marcellus Erlington from St. John's, a guy that you're familiar with. They got a lot of great guys coming in here, and uh, year one of Steve Lavinera. I do think San Diego will uh, take a huge step this year in the ranks.
1: Mm -hmm. Another team who who surprised a lot of heads last year was Portland. I think they're going to surprise even more uh, people this year. Obviously, Tyra Robertson is back. He was their best player last year. Transferred from Eastern Washington, followed the Shea uh, Shea what? Now I'm blinking.
0: What did you say, Shea what?
1: What's the, what's the the Portland name? Portland coach? Coach?
0: Yeah. Uh, the new coach? Yeah. Uh, hold on.
1: Lachey. No.
0: It's been, it's, been Tay it's, been Leggins. it's been Tay
1: Leggins. All right. That's that's what that's what I meant to say. Obviously, second year at the realm here. He's gonna they're gonna be good.
0: Indeed, indeed. And uh, ten teams in this West Coast Conference. So let's get things going with number ten. Uh, I know you like to say this, but unfortunately. There's always a last-place team in every conference this year. I think it will be Pacific. Uh, Pacific hasn't really got things going as of recently. Um, They do return some starters, but overall, they're going to rely on the transfer uh, class, once again, very heavy. They're bringing some pretty good transfers, to be honest. Um, Most notably, two very good Oklahoma State transfers, Keelan Boone coming over and Donovan Williams coming over as well. But um, most of this roster is transfers, which from the looks of it, so we'll see how they can gel, but a uh, new head coach, I believe Leonard Perry. I don't know if this is his first year or not, but I remember Stoudemire used to be there. But uh, regardless, I think they got an all right squad, and uh, obviously last year didn't pan out too too well. Uh, only three wins in conference play, but I uh, will see what they can do next year or this upcoming season, I should say, um, with these new transfers. Yeah, definitely. Since Damon Stoudemire
1: left, it's been it's been hard for Pacific to uh to win games. I think he'll continue that way. Like you said, uh, three three wins last year in the conference. I don't think I don't think uh, I think they'll be in the bottom of the conference.
0: Definitely agree. Now number nine, uh, I have Loyola Merrimount here at number nine. Honestly, uh, I think there's a very close knit race between these uh, bottom three teams. To be honest, I'm gonna put Loyola Merrimount here though. They do return some stars as well. Obviously, uh, they lose their big guy Eli Scott. He is gone, which is the very unfortunate part for them. But uh, they do bring in another uh, a lot of great transfers. West Coast Conference got some very good transfers this year uh, all around. So uh, very impressed with that. The big guy that they brought in, Justin uh, uh, Aherns, coming over from Ohio State, which was the big guy here. A couple other guys come in as well. But uh, as you know, Loyola Marymount, I uh, don't see them getting too too high up the ranks this year. Like I talked about, do lose a lot of key guys, and uh, I believe they lost. Um, Someone else that was big besides Eli Scott. Uh, I don't remember his name. I'm blanking. Um is, uh, I mean, let me look. But um Jalen Williams. No. Oh, no. No, that's Santa Clara. <laughs> I'm on Val Oh, Joe Quinata. That's who we talked about. Going to Cal Baptist. That is correct. But um yeah, I do think that uh, they'll stay relevant, stay competitive, but I think we'll be a step back here for LMU. Yeah, number
1: nine, I have Santa Clara. That's who I was talking about with Jalen Williams. Uh, terrific player, obviously, a lottery pick this past year. Seneca loses a lot. And uh, looking at their roster, they actually have zero transfers. Um, but uh, actually one transfer from Missouri, Parker Byrne. But a uh, shout-out Cam Tung, obviously
0: Mass native. Hopefully he has a big jump this year. Definitely looking for a big jump indeed. Now number eight. Number eight, I do have Pepperdine here, number eight. Pepperdine man, not a bad season last year. Uh they showed a lot of good glimpses of uh potential. And I think that's another case this year. Did only win one conference game, so that's why I have them here at number eight. But um, you look at the guys that are coming back, a lot of great guys. Biggest guy to watch out for Houston Mallette, or Malletti. Um, he was an absolute beast last year. I believe he is in he's on the uh West Coast conference um, first team, preseason at least. So uh, that's definitely gonna be a guy to watch out for. Um, he, he averaged 13 and a half points per game last year. So uh, he's going to be a key guy to watch out for. Um, and also, Jan Zadik, another guy to watch out for. They got a lot of young guys. So uh, down the line, I honestly could see Pepperdine being pretty good. Uh, I think it'll just take one
1: more year for them to get going. Yeah, definitely agree with you there. They're the youngest team by far in this conference. The one spot higher. Number eight, I have Loyola Marymount here. Obviously, they lose a lot. Uh, they do return two starters. Kelly Lupe Lupe, obviously the best, best hair in college basketball. And Cam Sheldon, who uh, obviously did play really well at Northern Arizona, struggling his first year there. Uh, he should lead the offense this year. Uh, but they're not going to be too bad, in my opinion. I think they'll win some games.
0: Um, I'll have them at eight. Definitely agree. My number 17 now, number seven, I do have Santa Clara here number seven. Very good season last year. Uh, fell a little bit short of the tournament. Uh, They definitely had a chance to get a bid. Uh, Obviously finished third in the West Coast Conference last year. Uh, They made it pretty far. I mean, they lost to St. Mary's by three in that semifinal game, if you do remember that. But as you know, the team, not the same as it was, losing Jalen Williams was the big guy here. But, um, yeah, I mean, you look at the transfers, they're going to rely on them a lot. Uh, Not too, too many. The biggest guy to watch out for. Uh, Brandon Podzmeski coming over from Illinois. I think it's a pretty crucial one, to be honest. I think he's going to do a lot of great things year one at Santa Clara. But other than that, not too many new pieces. Uh, obviously lost a lot, as we talked about. So uh, we'll see what they can do and uh, how they can try and turn things back around to get back up to the top five.
1: Mm-hmm. Number seven, Pepperdine. Obviously, lots of sophomores on this team after uh, having lots of freshmen last year. They looked real good. They competed with Gonzaga. They competed uh, throughout the whole season. I think they win a lot more games this year and uh, definitely in the next years to come, I think they'll they'll compete for a tournament bid.
0: Definitely agree. Now, number six. Number six out of my dark horse here, San Diego. Talked about, talk, just talked about them a little bit, but um, I, I was wrong about some things. Uh, obviously, Marcellus Erlington and James Townsend both run the squad last year. I over I over jumped that for some reason because I don't know why I did, but regardless, they still do bring in a ton of very good transfers. Uh, I talked about a couple already, Nick Lynch, the guy to watch out for Jaden Delier from Stanford. Um, that's pretty much the two big guys, Nick Lynch and Jaden Delier, but um, I do think San Diego has a pretty good makeup for this squad that is returning their top two options. So um, that being said, I do think that they are a dark horse candidate to try and uh, take down some of these uh, top teams. One other guy that is coming in, uh, Sigu Shishoso Jawara from uh, Weaver State. Very good player. I don't think he played last year, to be honest. Yeah, he um, did. He was one of our player of the years. Well, yeah, yeah for, for Weaver State. He played last year at Weaver State. But um, this, the website I'm looking at for the transfers, he's not on here. So um, that's going to be another very big guy that is coming into this team. Yeah. And number six, I have
1: my dark horse here Portland. Obviously, uh, I mentioned him a lot. A lot of returners, uh, overachievers. I think they're going to overachieve once again. And uh, the West Coast Conference – um, preseason team came out, and uh, obviously it was uh, it was Logan Johnson, it was four Gonzaga guys, and it was Tyler Robertson. So, uh, good pretty good company for uh, Tyler Robertson there.
0: Yeah, he's I think he's due for a very good year. Um, he has fantastic. He's a fantastic player, and Portland was a very big surprise last year. Uh, I don't think anyone expected them to be seven and seven last year, five hundred in conference play, and uh, they ended up doing pretty well. I mean. They lost in the quarterfinal game in Santa Clara. It was a tough game for them. But uh, overall, Portland, very impressive last year, finishing sixth in the conference. Um, I have them here one spot higher, number five. So um, you kind of said it all. You're at our courts. But uh, Tyler Robertson, man, he's a phenomenal player. 15 points per game. 15 and a half, I should say. And um, yeah, I do think that they are due for a very good year. Um, I believe Chris Austin is also back their second option. Uh, He was averaging 14 and a half. And is Moses Wood back as well? He is not. So the top two guys do come in, uh, returning. Oh, Moses Wood is here. I'm sorry. I overlooked that. So top three guys come back for this Portland team. They're looking pretty good this year. So I'm really excited to see what they can do. Mm -hmm. And approaching the top half for me, San Diego at
1: number five. You covered it all. Very good transfers and a very good team coming back as well. They had a very good team last year. I just don't know what happened. I think they have an even better team this year. And I honestly think they have an outside shot of a – a bid.
0: Oh yeah, I I think they got a good chance as well. And uh, we'll see what they can do with with it. I do think a lot of these teams, I honestly think it's going to be, a. I think they'll get a couple more bids, bid looks at least than last year. I thought last year they didn't get as many bid looks as I thought personally. But uh, now moving on to number four, approaching the top four. Number four, I do have San Fran here, obviously a team I'm very high on as always. Uh, I do like their makeup this year. Uh, obviously, the big guy coming back, my our player of the year, Khalil Shabazz, which is a huge addition. Can't emphasize that enough. I mean, they lost uh, Jamari Bouya, but Khalil Shabazz is that uh, one two punch. And uh, Bouya, man, I mean, he averaged 17 and a half points per game. I expect Khalil Shabazz to get nearly that or even eclipse that. And um, a lot of other great guys coming in as well. Uh, you look at the transfer uh, class, though, very good. Um, some guys to note. note to note, uh, Tyrell Roberts coming over from Washington State. Tony Rokrak coming over from UC San Diego. Uh, two of the bigger guys here. Um, Zane Meeks also. Oh, well, he played last year, but he's a guy that I think will take a step up in this roster. So um, yeah, a lot of great guys here in San Fran. Obviously, year one for Chris uh, Um, because San Fran's head coach went to Florida, I believe. Um, what's his name? Todd Golden. Todd Golden. Thank you. Thank you. I was, yeah, that was going to annoy me. Uh, but um, I, I still think San Fran's a very good team, top four team in my eyes. And uh, obviously got a bid last year, lost in the first round, I believe, to Murray State. But, um, yeah, I think San Fran's due for another year to maybe make a uh, run and get a bid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have
1: the metaphor as well. Another name mentioned, Marcus Williams, started freshman year played at Wyoming and was the Mountain West freshman player of the year before transferring to Texas A&M. Very uh, down season at Texas A&M. He's now uh, here in San Fran. I think he's going to be a big part of what they do uh, there. And, uh, yeah, San Fran, I think I think right now they're a top 64 team in, in college basketball.
0: Definitely agree. Now approaching the top three, I think the top three is a pretty clear cut if you ask me. Number three, I do have BYU here. Uh, BYU, man, looking uh, interesting this upcoming season. Obviously, lose their uh, main man, Alec, Alex Barcelo, uh, as well as Trajan Lucas, but um, they do return some key guys. Uh, one of the biggest guys is oh, I just lost the pitch. Um, Foyusani Uh I, I, I butchered that terribly, I know, but uh, they also bring back uh, Gideon George, which is a huge addition as well. But the transfers, man, the, I think they got a very good transfer class. As you know, one of them we interviewed, Rudy Williams, coming over from Coastal Carolina. Shout out, Rudy. Uh, episode two, 230-something. Two I don't remember, to be honest. Uh, you, I don't know. I don't know if you remember at all. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Rudy Williams is the biggest guy that they brought in. Obviously, did lose some depth. Uh, Caleb Lohner went to Baylor. Seneca Knight also out of the program as well. So we'll see what they can do. But I do think BYU will find some new guys to step up into big roles with the departure of Alec Barcelo, which was the big one.
1: Yeah, definitely agree with you. BYU top three team uh, brought in a lot of good transfers.
0: And, uh, yeah, you covered it all. And now approaching number two. Um, obviously, I think there's a clear cut one and two this year. Um, a little bit more so this year than last year, I think. And uh, number two, I have St. Mary's here. How can you go wrong with the St. Mary's team really good last year, obviously made it to the second round lost UCLA in that second round game. A lot of people picked that as an upset. Um, I believe I might've, or you, I think you did actually, but uh, one of us picked it as an upset and uh, obviously beat Indiana in that first round game. Very good game. And they absolutely dominated Indiana. They won by 30. So, uh, very impressed with that. But yeah, St. Mary's man, um, held their own in a lot of these games. Um, did not take down Gonzaga, but that was a very close one in that regular season game. I know you remember that one personally, but uh, what? No, no, they did take them down. Didn't? No. Did they beat Gonzaga in the regular season? Yeah, they Who did. Gonzaga lose to? They won by thirteen. Okay. That was, okay. I'm, I was thinking of Santa Clara for some reason. But yeah, St. Mary's, obviously, uh, they're going to be the team that can try and take down Gonzaga, and uh, they got a good chance too with this squad once again. Obviously, Logan Johnson comes back as a very big piece. Alex Dukas comes back as well. They got a lot of great guys on the squad. And uh, transfers didn't really get too, too many. Um, None to really note except uh, Harvard transfer Mason Forbes probably going to run out of the bench. But uh, I do think St. Mary's is a very good squad. And uh, they can definitely uh, make some noise against Gonzaga once again.
1: Yeah. And uh, at number two, I do have Gonzaga here at number two. That is my heart take. Um, Obviously, Gonzaga is Gonzaga. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're not winning in a national championship. I can tell you that they have a very good squad though. Just, you could just look at the roster. I'm looking at the roster right now, top to bottom and you're like, Oh wow. That's probably the best roster in college basketball. Hey man, I don't disagree at all. I mean, starting five was of Razier Bolton, probably right. Malachi Smith, Drew Timmy, Julian Strother. And I don't even know who the fifth starter is. They have so many options. Probably Efton Reed, if I had to guess, or maybe Anton Watson. But um Hunter Salas off the bench, you you can't go wrong with this team. Uh, I have them at two, though. I think St. Mary's is uh, – I like St. Mary's a lot. I have a, another hot take for St. Mary's at one. But, um yeah, because I got two, probably finishing one. They're not winning a national championship. I don't care what you say.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that, <laughs> honestly. For those of you that are new to this uh, podcast, uh, we – Personally, do not like Gonzaga that much. I think that they're a fantastic team. We, we respect them, but uh, we personally do not like them. Obviously, um, we think they're too good for their conference. Think they should go to the Pac-12, and uh, until they don't, until they go to the Pac-12, uh, we will think that is uh, we will show dislike towards Gonzaga. But um, I gotta respect them, number one here. Uh, once again, very good team, and uh, they pull some fantastic guys every single year no different this year. I mean, they got drew Timmy back, arguably one of the best players in college basketball, no doubt about it. And, uh, I know they lose Chet Holmgren and Andrew Nemhard, but they still bring in some very good transfers and, um, led by Malachi Smith and Efton Reed, like you talked about, but, uh, expecting some big years for Rasir Bolton, Julian Schwader, Antoine Watson and Nolan Hickman and Hunter Salas. I think all five of those guys are going to step up in big ways. And, uh, some of those guys are uh, former five stars and uh, didn't get the run that they expected or we expected. And uh, I think they're due for a breakout year uh, for this Kentucky team. And uh, I think Gonzaga is deep this year. And I think they're a little bit deeper than they were last year. So I think that will carry them. Uh, how far, we'll see. Obviously lost in the uh, regional semifinals uh, to Arkansas last year. So um, we'll see what they can do. But as you know, Drew Timmy led the uh, conference in scoring last year, 18 and a half points per game. Clear favorite to win player of the year, clear all American, no doubt about it. So we'll see what he can do. But um until uh until he's here, I don't see Gonzaga going anywhere. Shout out Drew Timmy. Had to had to pull the Sally out. Shout out to him.
1: Yeah, I'm going to mustache out. Um obviously because <laughs> it's because Doug Edward has that Brian now, not Drew Timmy. Oh, yeah,
0: that makes but, sense. Uh, yeah,
1: going out the mustache for him. And at number one, I have St. Mary's here. Uh, how many times do you think Randy Bennett has won? Uh, a West Coast Conference regular season title at St. Mary's in his 22 years there. One. He's won three, I think. Okay. He, I, think he's gonna win, I think he's going to win number four now. Uh, these are the only two teams that have won a West Coast Conference title in the past 25 years, obviously. Uh, I think obviously, you look at Gonzaga's roster, you look at St. Mary's roster, Gonzaga blows them out talent-wise, but just the way St. Mary's plays, is so boring. Like, to to like it's old school, but like I like old school. That's why that's why I like them. They play great defense. Their offense is just I don't know. I don't I wouldn't call it poetry emotion, but it does the job, you know, it's it's an inside out offense. And uh I think they're a final four team this year. I ain't gonna lie. I have them in my that's final four. Four. I think I put them in my final four last year and I have no regrets. And I'm gonna say it right now, I have no regrets saying they're a final four team this year.
0: Potentially. Well, okay. Well, we'll save your final four picks, obviously, to that first day of games, but um we'll take right there. Yeah, they, do, they
1: do have they do have a they do have a rough schedule uh starting the season off with, with Oral Roberts and then another another team I totally forget, but they have a really crazy non conference schedule. I was looking at it.
0: Yeah, I mean a lot of these teams do. I mean, strength schedule wise. West Coast Conference is ninth uh, out of 32 conferences, obviously. Um, But, yeah, I mean, they got three teams in the conference and in the uh, March Madness tournament last year. Um, Obviously, St. Mary's made it to the second round, San Francisco. Obviously, lost in the first round. Gonzaga lost in the Sweet 16. But, I mean, in terms of bids, probably a three bid once again. Could this be a four bid? I, I very much think it could be. Last year, you look at their makeup, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, San Fran, Santa Clara had a chance to make it last year. BYU also had a chance to make it last year. Five potential bids. Um, We'll see what happens. But, um, obviously, three teams were ranked uh, last year. Gonzaga was ranked all season long, finished number one. St. Mary's cracked in there at the end, finished 18th last year in the ranks. And then uh, BYU was in there for the first uh, five of the – three of the first five weeks and then dropped out of there. But – Overall, I do think that uh, probably going to be a three bid, but I see the chance for it to be a four bid. Five bid a little bit out of reach, but uh, you never know anything's possible in March Madness. Yeah, I see four bids
1: here in this game. Mm-hmm. I think San Fran, I think that at least, I think right now, if I were to do a preseason March Madness bracket, I would have them in a play-in game. Uh, that's yeah. what I have them at right now. BYU, probably eight, nine seed. I can tell you, i probably always in one seed. St Mary's probably uh, somewhere between a four, the six, four through six range. Uh, obviously, I think I think that's my projection of all those teams.
0: That's honestly a fair projection. I'd probably agree with you. St Mary's, I'd say probably low probably a five or six seed, maybe seven. Uh, I think four is a little too generous but uh, we'll see what happens obviously. and B y u man, that's gonna be the big X factor because uh, obviously yep. start out the season pretty hot, finish the season not the best and uh, obviously got knocked out relatively early uh, in the quarterfinals. San Francisco. Obviously I-, I do think the winner of that game would have yeah. got a bid. 100%. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, if they do their job in non-conference play, I think it's a four bid for sure, but uh, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I think that is all we got for the West coast conference. And um, yeah, Randy Bennett, man, you talked about him coaching the year last year. So we'll see if he can uh, do sure, it again. Sure. But um, trivia question. Who had the highest strength of schedule last year in the West Coast Conference, uh, including uh, non-conference play as well? Uh, I was very surprised with these uh, numbers. Um, once again, not who you expect. And um, I mean, I'll let you get to take a stab at it after the episode. But um, yeah, any final thoughts before I uh, cross off the West Coast Conference? Yeah, the American Conference. Oh, forgot the whiteboard. You just cross of it
1: off. Cross it off before I say my, uh, my comments. It's off topic comments. I think you know what it is.
0: <laughs> I, I think I do know what it is, but yes, West coast conference now in the books, as you said, American conference up next, but, uh, yeah. Hit it. Yeah. Shout out my fantasy football team pulling off
1: the massive upset. Uh, I'd like to shout out every, every person one by one, but, uh, I think No, you're not doing that. No, I'm not doing that, but, uh, I'm gonna do a gesture here. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. If you live in my town, if you go to my school, you you know what's what's going on. But uh um <laughs> yeah, shout out my fantasy team and uh obviously I've been looking up, watching some some Monday night football. Who you got winning that game? Hopefully the Patriots. Um
0: oh, right. <laughs> what? I, I forgot, I forgot you're a Patriots fan. Yeah, of course. And uh, you're not. So, um, yeah. But, uh, one more thing before we do end this episode, uh, we do have a link tree now, so, um, a little bit better way to access our uh, podcast and our social media platforms. So, um, uh, we will be tweeting that out and putting that on Instagram and social media and all that good stuff, uh, probably tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Well, you'll probably see this episode tomorrow. So you'll see that today if that's how it goes. But, um, yeah. Two weeks left till the season begins, time's ticking. And uh, very excited, very, very, very excited to get to this season, man. And uh, that first slate of games looks very enticing. There's a lot of fantastic games week week one, day one of the season. So I'm very excited to get into it. And uh, it's been a long time since uh, we've had some college basketball. And uh, I'm just ready for the season to begin, man. Yeah, me too. Two weeks away. Still have
1: nine conferences to go after this, I believe. And uh, the link tree, obviously, linktree.com slash RTM podcast, the RTM podcast was already taken. So, had to compromise it a little bit. It will be up in the next couple of days. Just have to make it look nice, real quick for you folks. Because uh, obviously, the visual is always important. But um, yeah, that's all
0: I got. Indeed, indeed. So, yeah, with that being said, we'll see you guys for the next episode of the American Conference. The high majors are back, man. Two weeks left till the season begins. Uh, trivia, question one more time. Uh, who was the leader in strength of schedule per game, non-conference and conference play for the West Coast Conference. But for the West Coast Conference, very excited to see what they can do and see who ends up on top, Will it be Gonzaga or will it be the uh, Dark Horse St. Mary's or another team as well. So, um, yeah, that being said, I think that is all we got for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. And it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in.